Driven mofos, I'm guessing that you found out about this podcast because someone shared it with you, posted it on their Insta stories, tweeted it, or something like that. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and getting a heap of value from it, just like those who shared it with you. As you know, I don't run any paid ads or sponsorship on this podcast, as it's my goal to get good information out to the world for free. The only thing that I'd ask from you is that you continue to pay it forward by sharing this episode and letting others know about what we do in this podcast so that we can keep growing this amazing community of driven mofos. So please keep the good karma rolling and share this episode with someone or just share it on your socials. The majority of people that I meet, if not everybody, has huge goals, huge dreams, huge ambitions. You know, when I speak to people, they're like, I want to be a millionaire. I want to achieve all these great things. You know, I want to have a great family. I want to go on holidays. I want to be able to stay in nice hotels or be able to travel for six months. I don't want financial pressure and so on. But what you'll find is this thing normally stops them from achieving all those goals. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where we talk about how to get the best out of yourself and how to build a life that you can't wait to get out of bed and live each day. This podcast is my attempt at documenting my journey, sharing my insights and what I've learned from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to some of the country's top athletes, rich listers, entrepreneurs, and running events for tens of thousands of people on how to better themselves and those around them. This is for those driven to achieve more in life, but are often underestimated by those around them. This podcast is my attempt at helping you prove your doubters wrong. Please enjoy. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. All right, let's talk about goals. Now, so many people really struggle to get their goals. They struggle to achieve them. They struggle to be consistent. Most people that I speak to have these big goals, these big ambitions. And maybe it's just because I surround myself with people that are driven for more. You know, hence the community is called The Driven Mofos because I would say that the majority of people who listen to this, if not everybody, like if you're listening to this, you're probably driven to do better in life. There's something inside of you that wants you to be better, that wants you to do better, that wants you to get out there and achieve more, do more. And so you probably resonate with this. But something that I see that happens consistently are a few things that really stop people from achieving those goals. And this episode is probably going to challenge a lot of people's way of thinking, but it's probably going to be the thing that if you think about and you start to implement what I talk about, you're probably gonna start to get better results. But it is also tough, and I get that it's tough. But if we look at what an average is, average is the sum of the people that are below the average line and above the average line, and it all averages out. So average is the combination of the peaks and the troughs in a given field or society or so on. So when I talk about average, I think that average sucks. I think that being mediocre sucks. And mediocrity is shit because I really believe that everybody is born to be extraordinary and to do something extraordinary with their life. Now, that doesn't mean that everyone has to be a millionaire. Like I speak to a lot of people or they might come to our events like our Thrive Time event. And they'll say, you know, Michael, I feel like my mission isn't big enough or I feel like you know, I'm not doing enough, but they're really driven to be a great parent and our society needs great parents. I don't think there's no more noble goal than being a great parent. That's phenomenal. Because if you can raise great kids, you're essentially raising the next generation of people that are of influence, the next generation of leaders and so on. That is an extremely noble cause. But some people who have that mission or that goal in life, they'll sit there and they'll look at the multimillionaire with the private jet and the travel around the world and they go, I feel like my mission's not big enough or I feel like I'm not doing enough. And so it makes them feel insecure. Now, while they're out there trying to chase the millionaire lifestyle and they want to to be able to work hard and to achieve all these great things, they're actually giving up their true calling, which is to be a great parent. So they're sort of trying to fit into the average because they're not really going to be great at their working career because their mind's going to be preoccupied with wanting to be a parent. And that's really what's driving them. You know, we can talk about what the soul is and all that sort of stuff, but it's almost like their soul is driven to be a great parent, yet their insecurities drive them to want to be great in their career. So this happens a lot. I would say that the majority of people who start a business don't really want a business. The majority of people that are trying to create wealth don't really want great wealth. 
because if they did really want that, they'd probably have it. And this is where this episode is going to get tough for some people out there who are listening to this, because here's the real truth. Your actions demonstrate your priorities. And so if you look at someone and you look at their calendar on a month, on a two month, on a six month, on a yearly basis, you will see what their priorities are in life. And so I fuck around with people a little bit because I get these people who come to me and they say, I wanna grow a business and I really wanna do well in life and I wanna succeed. And I go, okay, cool. We get talking, I ask them some questions. And then I'll just say something like, and by the way, this is by being a top performance coach and having worked with tens of thousands of people. You get to learn little hacks into how to really figure people out faster than what they'll figure themselves out. You know, we have a lot of people who come to our Thrive Time event. People say things like, you seem to know me better than I know myself. Well, no shit, that's my job. That's like saying to a mechanic, you seem to know the car better than most other people. Well, of course they do because they work on them all the time. But what I'll do is a little hack that I'll do is I'll ask them, I'll be like, cool, so how was your Christmas? And they'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, it was good. And I go, cool, so what did you do? And they're like, well, I went jet skiing for like two weeks and I hung out with friends and, you know, we, we drank a fair bit. And I'm like, oh, cool, so, you know, like, do you drink regularly? And they're like, yeah, yeah, most weekends, like I go out, I love partying and I love hanging out with people. And this weekend I'm going away and I'm going motorbike riding and I'm, and I'm like, eh, cool, interesting. Because your actions demonstrate your priorities. So if your actions are over the Christmas break, I got two weeks off. And I partied, I ran amok, I hung out with friends. Then most weekends I hang out with friends because the weather's good. And then, you know, I'm going motorbike riding this weekend. That's your priorities. Your priority is to hang out with people. Your priority is to build relationships and build friendships. And there's nothing wrong with that. You might be an amazing communicator, a great networker. And that's something that's really, really cool. That's probably your values. But if you're trying to build a successful business, then your priorities need to be your business. Just like if you want to build an amazing family, your priority needs to be your family. Now, that's not saying that you can't have other priorities, but it's just you need to know where you need to put your time. Time is a finite resource based on our life. If we have a look at some of the theories around what time really is, time might be infinite. We don't actually know because the universe might be infinite. Now, that's a might. There's a debate around that. There's a lot of debate around whether the Big Bang Theory is the legitimate theory that's being challenged a lot right now from physicists and cosmologists and so on. But when we look at time, human life, we know that the average life expectancy in Australia is around about 83 to 84 years of age. And every day that we're alive, we're getting closer to the end. So time for us is a finite resource. It ends. And so we have to put as much effort into the things that are important to us in periods of time to be able to establish the best results. Now, if you're like most people, you just fuck around. You don't really have priorities. You're like, I've got to go to a birthday party this weekend. Now, you don't really want to go to the birthday party. You're going to the birthday party because you want acceptance from people around you. When I was younger and in my early adulthood, where if I didn't go to a party, I would feel guilty about it. I would feel ashamed about it. My friends would get married and they're like, you coming to my wedding? Yeah, yeah, I'll come. But I put the business on the back burner. I couldn't figure out why I couldn't get the business to move forward. I couldn't achieve the things that I wanted to achieve in the business. But it was because... My friendships at the time were more important to me. My family and my relationships were more important to me at the time. And then what I realized was that I was half dabbling in my relationships because while I was at the wedding and while I was at the birthdays, I was thinking about business. I wasn't present. I didn't get to enjoy myself. And when I did enjoy myself, it was under the intoxication of alcohol. So I would drink in order to switch off my thoughts because I was thinking about business the whole time. And so then I would drink. I would wake up with a hangover. I would feel like shit. I'd beat the crap out of myself. I would feel guilty. I would feel ashamed. Then I would go, crap, I can't work today because i got a fucking headache. I feel sick. So I spend half the day sitting on the couch and eating pizza and eating shitty food. And then the following day, I wake up, I got brain fog, I can't really think effectively. Then I beat the shit out of myself because I'm like, I've just wasted yesterday. Then I end up in this vicious guilt cycle. 
By the time it gets to Wednesday or Thursday, I'm starting to feel good. I'm putting runs on the board. And then next weekend, I've got to go to another birthday party or a christening or a bloody you know, something else. And then off I go again, I drink again. And I couldn't figure out why I couldn't put runs on the board in the business. When I realized that in life, if you want to excel at anything, you need to know what to say no to. And it almost should be everything apart from things that help you put runs on the board for what you're trying to achieve. So if you do want to build a business, most things that you're going to ask to do, you'll probably say no to if you really want to build a good business, especially in the startup phase or in the, the smaller phases of business. It is very, very hard because you do need to prioritize the business. It's like a baby. When you have a newborn, you can't sit there and complain about, well, I can't go out this weekend, right? If you've got a newborn baby and it needs to sleep and it needs food, and then your friends are saying, come to this music festival, you're probably not gonna go. You're probably gonna say no, because you know that it's your responsibility to look after the child. And yeah, maybe you could do that again in the future, but right now that isn't the most important thing because the baby needs you. Your business when you start a business is essentially your baby. And the same as any goal, like if you wanna start going to the gym and you wanna start exercising, you wanna lose weight, it's the new year or whatever, and you've set your new year's resolution, you're gonna have to say no to most things. Friends will ring up, do you wanna go out for dinner? Where are we going? Well, we're going to an Italian restaurant. There's heaps of pasta, pizza, all of this sort of stuff. And you look on the menu and there's some shitty salad and you're like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can go. And the answer is going to probably be no, because you know, it's going to sabotage your goals. You need to start forming habits and good quality habits. And you've got to do it really, really quickly. When you start goals and you prioritize goals, you want to put as many runs on the board as fast as you can so that you can change the habits as quick as you can. So after a while, you go into cruise control instead of having to work so hard for the goal. If you show me a calendar, I can show you what you're really trying to prioritize in life because your actions demonstrate your priorities. And so again, if you're going out, if you're partying, if you're saying things like, I really want to get ahead financially, yet you spend all your cash on dumb shit, you're going out all the time, you're buying new cars, you're buying depreciating assets, you walk into Louis Vuitton, you walk out with a $2,000 pair of shoes, that really tells someone that your priorities are not wealth creation. If your priorities are wealth creation, you're investing that money. You're not buying liabilities, you're buying investments. That's someone who really gets ahead. I realized this when I was younger because I had some of my friends that when I was a personal trainer, I was out earning them by a lot of money. Yet they seemed to buy an investment property. And I was going, how the fuck do they buy an investment property? I hardly have any money. How do they have the money to have an investment property? They were just a bit more frugal. They realized that instead of buying three coffees a day, which let's just say they're five bucks each is $15. Every 10 days, they save $150. That's not really a lot of money. But let's say you put that into a bank account and you do it every week. And then every month you buy some shares. So let's multiply that by, let's say four. So the average month is about four weeks. They're essentially buying shares every month and they're putting $300 into their investment account. Now, over the year, they're probably gonna put in, what about three, three and a half thousand dollars, okay? Now, if you're a mathematician, you're probably gonna sit there and figure all that shit out. But anyway, let's just say you do that for the first year. Then you're also gonna get dividends and you're gonna get about an 8% growth on average on that share. Now, if you do that for the next 10 years, you're probably going to have quite a bit of cash, quite a lot more than the average person because the average doesn't save money. The average spends more than what they earn. So the average person lives on credit. So after 10 years, let's say but you do that between the age of 20 and 30. By the age of 30, you potentially could have bought your first investment property. You may just keep running off of shares. Then from there, you've reinvested some of that money as well that you're earning back into learning, education, listening to things like this podcast going and doing events like my Thrive Time event or something like that. And so you start to gain this clarity and you become more valuable as an individual. As you become more valuable, your value increases. As your value increases and you become smarter, more effective, you start building good habits. And now you've also got some financial backing behind you. You're probably going to be able to not only have some investments, but you're going to earn more as well. I mean, I get reached out. There's probably a heap of you that are probably under the age of 25 who are listening to this podcast. 
I get a lot of people who reach out to me. I want to say a lot, a few people who reach out to me every week. In fact, I've got someone who just reached out to me only a couple of days ago and said, I'm at school. What's your advice for life? Well, here's the thing. I think that 20 to 30, you should be working to learn, not working to earn. I think one of the dumbest mistakes that happen is that people try to do shit too young. Now, back when life expectancies were 50, only in your grandparents' generation or great-grandparents, the average life expectancy was around about 50 to 60 years of age. I can't remember what the exact statistics were off of the top of my mind. But imagine that, like if you don't have a child by the age of 30, by the age of 60, you've essentially now got a 30-year-old child and you die. Now, let's say you die at 50 or yeah, we'll just use 50. By the time you're 50 and you pass away, your child is 20. That's not a lot, right? You've implanted 20 years of knowledge with that child. Our society has these stupid ideas that are still pushed heavily, which is that you need to, from a young age, First of all, you need to go to university and get a good education or you go through school in order to go to university to get a good education. Because if you get a good education, then you're more likely to get a good job. Well, that was true in your grandparents' era. That was true, you know, maybe in your great-grandparents' era because education was something that was really only available to the wealthy. So if you could do really well at school and you could get a good education, you would stand out above the rest. You would not be average. You would do better than the average. But over time, education is more available to the general population now. So you can log on to YouTube, you can listen to this podcast, it's free. Back, what, 100 years ago, you had to go out, you had to buy a book. Books would have been relatively expensive. You might have been able to buy a newspaper with a little bit of leftover money. The average earning wasn't a lot. And so it's a lot harder to educate. But society still produces these dumb ideas that keep people average, which is that you've got to go to school in order to get a good education so that you can go to university. And that gets hammered into generation upon generation upon generation. But it's outdated. These days, the majority of people who go to university are worse off, not better off. Now that's not saying everybody, like some of my friends are scientists or neuroscientists or surgeons and shit like that, and they earn tons of money. But they essentially have dedicated the first 30 or so, 35 years of their life. Not only do they do all their schooling, they go through university and they might have seven, eight, nine years of study in order to become a surgeon or, or have a specialty. And then yeah, they do earn good money after that, but they haven't really done too much in life up until that age. I mean, they do a bit, but not as much as some other people who get out of school and they go and earn. Yes, there are a few people who do extremely well in our society by going to university. But most people, if you go and study a marketing degree, you're probably gonna be worse off in this day and age if you have a marketing degree because you're gonna come out of university with a degree in marketing and realize that most of the shit that you've been taught is outdated. And things are changing so fast with social media that you would have been better off keeping your 30, 40, $50,000 or whatever your degree was and reinvesting that in the ability to go out and learn off of people that are doing extremely well in marketing. Most university professors or most university people who are teaching in university aren't doing a great job in life. That's why they're at university. Now that's not all of them. There are some that are extremely talented and are extremely good teachers and extremely good educators and they're worth their weight in gold. But there are a lot of people like I've met plenty of people who teach business at university and here's the truth. Many of them had businesses. Their businesses didn't work because they were shit at business. Then they went back and they taught business at university because they liked the idea of business and they liked the idea of learning about business. They're just shit at execution. They're shit at leadership. They're shit at management. And now they're teaching other people how to run businesses at university with a business degree. And for most people who want to run a business, you're better off starting a business, putting your money into the business, and learning as fast as you can and gaining an, as much knowledge as you possibly can on how to run a business, you will do far better than most people who do a university degree in business. And this is what pisses me off in this day and age because there are a lot of people on social media who get in there and I've had this happen multiple times where I've been attacked on social media. You're a fraud, you're a scammer, you rip people off, you know, you don't give a shit. And I'm going, that same individual that is saying shit like that about the education that I teach 
So I teach people business from a business owner's perspective that has worked with thousands of other business owners over the years and helped them to achieve. Now, I'm in here running a business every day and there is a lot of things that you have to learn. You've got to learn really, really quickly because if not, you will fail. Real quick, Driven Mofos, you know I don't run any advertising or sell anyone else's shit on this podcast. So the only thing that I'll ever ask from you is that you help me get this podcast out to more people and spread the word by rating and reviewing this podcast. I promise it will only take 10 seconds, so please rate and review if you haven't already done so. And thank you in advance. And so I want to share that stuff with other people. But there are these other people who go through life. They've been told that if it's not through university, that education isn't worth a lot and it's probably a scam, it's probably fraud. But that's the university system that is trying to keep education in their best interest because universities make a shit ton of money convincing people that university is the way of educating. Now, I'm not going to get into this in this whole episode because I could deep dive into this. But here's the truth that if you really want to do well in life, you need to know what to focus on. You need to know what to prioritize. And if you want to grow your business, you then need to educate yourself really, really rapidly because things change so quick in business and you have to change so quick. Human behavior is going to be one of the most essential tools that you can learn if you're running a business. Because not only do you need to know how to manage yourself and work effectively as an individual, you then have to start training other people to be effective, to be efficient, to be productive. You need to know how to delegate responsibilities effectively. You know how to manage people and manage behaviors and manage outcomes. And so there's a lot of shit you got to learn really, really quickly. Most people in a startup business have to be good at marketing. They've got to be good at sales. They have to be good at leadership. They have to be good at management. They have to be good at finance. And then they've also got to deliver the product or the service. You have to learn so much so quick in this ever-changing environment, which is business, especially if you're a business owner. But again, this comes back to understanding what your priorities are and making sure that your actions align with those priorities. Because if your actions don't align with your priorities, it is so hard to get traction on your goals and to get the results that you want in life. Now, this could be exactly the same for your health goals. If you want to achieve great health, your actions need to demonstrate your priorities of wanting to achieve great health. If you go to the gym three days a week and then you're smashing pizza on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night, drinking all weekend, your actions demonstrate your priorities, which is eating, drinking, eating out, hanging out with friends, not improving your diet so that you can get traction on your health goals. Actions demonstrate your priorities. So this week, what my suggestion is, is to, or even after listening to this episode, go back, open up your calendar, have a look at what you've got booked in, learn how to say no to things. You know, if you've got a party on this weekend or you've got a friend's wedding or something like that, the answer is no, especially if you need to prioritize different things. And at first you're going to get a lot of people who have some sort of feedback for you. Like I had a lot of friends in the past, you know, you don't care about us. You don't give it. It's not that I don't care about you. It's just that I care about my life. And in order to care about my life, I really had to care about what my priorities were. You know, when I die, I'm not going to think about the wedding that I missed. When I die, I'm going to think about the goals that I didn't achieve. I'm going to think about the people that I let down. I'm going to think about all the things that I didn't do within my own life. And so I think about that daily when I'm prioritizing, when I'm setting goals, is am I doing the things that I need to do in order to be fulfilled within my own life, number one? And number two, that when I pass away, I'm not going to have all these regrets and all this, I wish I would have, I wish I could have, I should have done this, and all this hindsight. I would much prefer to die going, you know what? I had a good crack. I pushed as hard as I could. I did what I needed to. I evolved. I adapted. I learned what I need to learn. And hopefully I've been able to pass some of that knowledge on to another generation of people. So that's me personally, but I guess not everyone's like me. But what I find is that most successful people are normally a bit more selfish than the average person because they don't worry about what other people think about them. And here's the truth. Your friends that really understand you and what you want to achieve in life, get it. They get your goals. You know, when friends of mine send me messages and they go, we should catch up for a coffee. And I go, look, I'm unavailable for the next like six weeks, month, month and a half. I would love to. Let's book something in for 
a month and a half. I will then go and catch up with them in a month and a half for a coffee. But they understand that I can only do that because I've got other shit on. And they have other shit on as well. I message them and they go, look, I can't catch up for the next like two months, three months because I'm in the middle of this huge project and I get it. But I also have some of these other people that have been around me that are indoctrinated into this system where they believe that their life is my priority. And so when they send me a message, if I don't get back to them in half a day, they're like, I can't believe people don't get back to me like you don't give a shit about me. I've had people around me before like this on social media, people send me messages. And then I get these other messages back like, hey dude, you know, I thought you were better than this. I thought, and I'm like, dude, I, I have no obligation to respond to your message. Number one, I don't even know who the fuck you are. And number two, I have no obligation. I didn't enter into a contractual agreement that I'm gonna respond to your messages just because you send me a message and you want to think that I'm this nice person that will respond to you just because you send me a message. I have no obligation to respond to your message. I respond to people's messages in a time frame that I make available that I see fit it. I don't do it because I just get a message. Sometimes I respond to people in two to three weeks. Sometimes I just choose not to respond to people. I get messages all the time where people are trying to sell me shit and they have no idea who I am, what I'm trying to achieve. And they're just so blunt like, hey, I've got this new network marketing thing. You should do this. And I'm just like, you're not even going to get my time. Okay. A hello would have been nice first. I like your stuff. Hey, I listen to your podcast. Hey, I understand what you're trying to achieve in life. I think this will help you with your mission. Like none of that stuff. They don't give a shit. They're just spamming everybody. So you got to make sure that you protect your time because your time is your most valuable asset. It is a finite resource in this day and age for you as a living organism. You're getting closer to the end of your life. You need to make sure that you manage your time effectively and you need to train other people around you as to what your expectations are within your life. If you're sloppy with your time, people treat you as though you're sloppy with your time. If you're very structured with your time, like a lot of the people around me now know that I'm very structured with my time. So they message me at seven o'clock in the morning. I might get back to them in three days. Okay, that's because I've got other shit on and that's the way that I operate. And if people don't like that, that's cool. I'm sure there is another 8 billion people on the planet. I'm assuming that there is a large proportion of them that are looking for friends. You can go out there and find new friends because maybe I'm not the friend that you want or that you need. And those friends that do understand that, they will understand that I am doing what is important to me and a lot of them support that. But at first they didn't. A lot of my old friends that I don't really speak to anymore who criticize how I act around them, they're not friends anymore. I mean, I'm still friendly with them, but we don't hang out. We don't do shit because they expect that every weekend I'm gonna be out partying, I'm gonna be drinking. They expect that when they send me a text message, I'm going to get back to them in an hour. They expect that when they ask me for a coffee during the middle of the week, that I'm going to go and hang out with them. And the truth is that that's not going to happen based on my mission. If you want to come and have a coffee with me, come to one of my events. I'll come and have a coffee with you at lunchtime, just like I do all the other participants. That's how I operate these days. So a lot of the time, our community members will rock up to my events. They'll rock up and they'll just pop their head in. They go, hey, I know it's near one o'clock. I know you eat at one o'clock. I thought we could go out and grab a bite to eat. And I go, yeah, cool. I'm going out with a few other people from here. Come out for lunch. And so I'll hang out with them that way because they know that my time is valuable and I'm happy to hang out with them, but they normally have to hang out and fit into the schedule that I have. So this week, do an assessment of your calendar. Have a look through it. Check out what you're prioritizing. Find out where you spend your time. That will tell you what your priorities are in life because your life demonstrates your priorities. And if you don't like the fact that your calendar isn't booked out with things that are important to you and your goals and your mission, then maybe it's time to make some better decisions. Maybe it's time to understand your mission, to get clear with your values, to understand how to set priorities, how to communicate effectively with others. All of these things are really gonna help you to excel if you wanna live a life that's worth living. Anyway, Driven Mofos, have a great day. Keep pushing hard. Really think about your priorities. Really think about how your actions, your daily actions demonstrate those priorities and get out there and keep crushing it. Have a great day. Keep kicking ass. 